thank you for supporting the media outreach of New Covenant Christian Ministries. Through the powerful preaching and teaching of Pastor Bill and Dr. Deanne Johnson, family relations are being restored. The wayward are returning to God. And together, we are transforming all people into fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ. Join us now for a message that will strengthen you in your faith and encourage you to be all that God has designed you to be. We invite you to turn to Jeremiah chapter 1, verses 5 through 7. I'll give you time to get over there. And when we leave Jeremiah, we're going to go to Luke chapter 9, 46 through 48. And I will repeat those scriptures. That's Jeremiah chapter 1, verses 5 through 7. Just say, we're there. And I'll read it to you hearing. Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. And I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Then said I, Ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a child. But the Lord said unto me, Say not, I am a child, for thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee and whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. Let's get over to Luke, one of the four Gospels, chapter 9. And we're reading 46, 48 verse. Amen. And the word of the Lord reads, Then there arose a reasoning among them, talking about the disciples, which of them should be greatest? And Jesus, perceiving the thought of their heart, took a child and set him by him and said unto them, Whosoever shall receive this child in my name receiveth me, and whosoever shall receive me receiveth him that sent me. For he that is least among you all, the same shall be great. Father God, we thank you for the life of your word. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for this opportunity to break bread through your word with these people and myself. Lord, I ask in the name of Jesus that the Holy Spirit fall afresh in this place. Use me to your glory, Lord God, these mortal lips of clay. Father God, Remind me to be humble as I proclaim your word. Keep me in line with you. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for the open eyes, the listening ears, and open hearts that are eager and readily to receive this word. I know that on the completion of this message, we will be changed for the better. And we thank you in advance for everything that you're doing that you've done and that you yet continue to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I told Sister Carol I got to keep myself calm. Amen. We were talking a little bit and uh, I got excited over the phone in a conversation with her. We was talking about today. 
And so um, before she called me, I had jotted down some things that the Holy Spirit had given me pertaining to just inspiration and scripture and words. And when she called me, it just something just touched me on the inside as far as being invited to speak today. Amen. First, I was humbled. Second, I was honored. And then I was like, oh, God, I got to prepare. Amen. You ever had God wake you up in your sleep and he's giving you scripture and giving you insight? And that was happening to me for the past 10 days. And I'm trying to sleep. And I was like, this is coming too fast. I need to get up and write this down. Amen. So the sermon topic for today is greatness in 3D. Our subtopic is I was born to be great. In addition, you belong here. Amen. Greatness in 3D. Many of us have witnessed or heard about what we may perceive as being great. We recognize the names like King and Mandela, Mother Teresa and Kennedy and Obama and Rosa Parks, Thurgood Marshall, Shirley Chisholm, Maxine Waters, other names like Ali and Michael Jordan, Gabby Douglas, LeBron James, Serena and Venus Williams, Jackie Robinson, Florence Griffith Joyner, Hank Aaron, Sidney Portier, May Carol Jemison, Denzel Washington, Chandra Rhimes, Tyler Perry, and Oprah Winfrey. What do these names all have in common, you might ask? Amen? These are people from all walks of life who have excelled beyond their own expectations at what many of us consider to be achievements of greatness. I know a lot of y'all saying, well, Black History Month was February. Amen? Well, it's Black History every day. Praise the Lord. Amen? What motivates one to become great? What inspires you? What drives you? What causes you not to give up? Amen? What causes you not to give up and not to throw in the towel? To never lose optimism believing that your glass is always half full instead of half empty. Amen? I just want to let you know that in your pursuit of becoming great in life, do you know with confidence that God is included in your plan to achieve greatness? Jeremiah 29 and 11 reads to us, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Yes, God wants you to be great because he is a great God. Amen. In pursuit of greatness, our first priority should be to make sure that God is pleased with what we do. Webster's definition of great or greatness is defined as achievement above the normal average. We don't settle for mediocrity, amen? We don't settle for average. It is defined with words like illustrious, prominent, celebrated, admired, honored, esteemed, revered, famous, and distinguished. I noticed that there were no mention of the idea 
or the hardship that you go through in becoming great. It just gives you the word synonymous with greatness. Amen. But in your pursuit of greatness, you're going to grow through hardship. You're going to sweat blood and tears. Numerous sacrifices are made. The time devoted to prayer and fasting. Believing against all odds that God will do what he said he would do for you and through you in your journey to become great. The Holy Spirit provided me with this definition of greatness. One who perceives, pursues and achieves excellence on the platform of life that God has predestined for them to be. Yes, you were born to be great. Yes, you belong here. Amen. Let us examine what it means to be great from a spiritual mindset. I call it greatness in 3D. Achieving greatness requires our discipline. It requires our diligence and it requires our determination. To become great requires us to be disciplined in life. Discipline is the practice of training people to obey rules or a code of behavior. It involves teaching, instruction, authority, rules, and regulation. Some of you, I've mentioned that this year I took off to go into the public school system in Rockdale County. And one of the things that is consistent in the school system, in every school that I substitute in, is the lack of discipline, the lack of respect. And so that lets me know that parents share in that responsibility of the discipline with their children. Amen. God chastens us. He disciplines us because he loves us. And my expectation, and I believe God's expectation of us as parents, is to discipline our children in the things that are right in the eyes of God. To be mannerable and respectful. To be honorable. To be good citizens. To be studious in their studies. All of this propels them to their greatness. Amen? A disciple is one who is disciplined in the things of God. Amen. Christianity is a lifestyle of discipline. In Luke chapter 9, verses 46, the disciples were having a discussion, more or less an argument about who were going to be great after the ascension of Christ. Amen. Jesus had a problem with that because they misinterpreted the kingdom purpose of God. Amen. Greatness does not mean that you get wealth and notoriety and celebrity status and you're able to wield that whatsoever way you choose. When you reach that platform of greatness, you exercise in a level of humility that glorifies God and it keeps you in touch with who you are and who is the reason for where you are, where you are. We're talking about greatness in 3D. Amen. So the Bible in 47 verse says, Jesus, knowing the reading of their hearts, took a child and put him by his side. The child is representative of the innocence. Amen. It's representative of humility. Amen. And so he took the child and he's explained it to him this way. Whoever receives this child in my name receives me. Amen. And whoever receives me receives him who sent me. For he that is least among you all is the one who is great. Quite the contrast from how the world identifies greatness. Amen. 
The Bible also lets us know that Jesus said that he became poor, that we might become rich. Amen. I don't think Oprah would give up her millions for you so you could be on a platform of monetary wealth like she is. Amen. I don't think Tyler would give up his millions so you could be on a platform equal with Tyler. Jesus was the only one recognizing that you were that valuable to God. Amen. And so he understood understood his predestined purpose and he kept his eyes towards finishing what he was sent to earth to do. Amen. In every level of achievement, you maintain a modest view of yourself. Your discipline defines your greatness. I'll say that again. Your discipline defines your greatness. Proverbs 3 and 11 tells us not to despise the Lord's discipline and do not resent his rebuke. Now, let's take a look at diligence as we seek to become great. Amen. The second D. Diligence deals with our careful and persistent work or effort. What is our work ethic? It involves consistency in doing those things that propels you to greatness. Amen. In my introduction a few weeks ago, I mentioned that my father was my biggest and my only role model growing up as a child. My father taught me the importance of doing the little things with a degree of excellence while imparting into me the value of hard work and possessing exceptional diligence. He encouraged me to always pursue greatness in life. Amen. Jesus' ministry reveals his diligence to complete his assignment on earth. Although Jesus was tempted by Satan, he did not sin. Amen? Christ's finished work at Calvary provides us with the gift of salvation. He understood his purpose, and he fulfilled the perfect will of God that was assigned to his life. When we are diligent in pursuit of our greatness, amen, there is no room for doubting or unbelief. We are guided by the Holy Spirit, and our confidence is in God and not man. Amen? Our third D is determination. Determination involves our strength of character, our single-mindedness. You have a firmness of purpose, and you pursue your goals without compromise, without wavering, without doubting. Your trust and faith in God guides your decisions and actions in your life's journey. We must determine in our minds to be great. Amen. Romans 12, 2 and 3, the New International Version says that do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is in his good and pleasing for your life. And it's perfect. Amen. As a believer, your greatness is aligned with God's perfect will for your life. Our determination elevates our expectation to achieve greatness. I'll say that again. Our determination elevates our expectation to achieve greatness. We hope you've enjoyed this message. For more information on other products and materials, please contact us at 770-484-9300, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. 
or visit our website at www.newcov.org. If you're in the Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for one of our dynamic services. Once again, thank you for receiving the living word of God from New Covenant Christian Ministries, where we are transforming all people into fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ.